Let us pray. Almighty God, you have built your church upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. Grant us so to be joined together in unity of spirit by their teaching, that we may be made a holy temple acceptable to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for the reading of Scripture. from the 22nd chapter of Genesis. God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham. And he said, I am here. He said, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I shall show you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. He cut the wood for the bird offering and set out and went to the place in the distance that God had shown him. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place far away. Then Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there. We will worship, and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. So the two of them walked on together. Isaac said to his father, Abraham, Father, and he said, I am here, my son. He said, The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God himself will provide the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So the two of them walked on together. When they came to the place that God had shown him, Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Let us read responsively by half verse, Psalm 13. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I have perplexity in my mind and grief in my heart day after day? Look upon me and answer me, O Lord my God. Give light to my eyes, lest I sleep in death. Lest my enemies say, I have prevailed. And my foes rejoice that I have fallen. But I put my trust in your mercy. My heart is joyful because of your saving help. I will raise, I will sing to you, O Lord. 
for you have dealt with me richly. I will praise the name of the Lord most high. A reading from Romans. Do not let sin exercise dominion in your mortal bodies to make you obey their passions. No longer present your members to sin as instruments of wickedness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and present your members to God as instruments of righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law, but under grace. What then? Should we sin because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. Do, not know that, do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness? But thanks be to God that you have been once thank, th thanks be to God that you, having once been slaves of sin, have become obedient from the heart to the form of teaching to which you were entrusted, and that you, having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. I am speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves, to impurity and to greater and greater inequity, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness for sanctification. When you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. So what advantage did you then get from the things of which you now are ashamed? The end of those things is death. But now that you have been freed from sin and enslaved to God, the advantage you get is sanctification. The end is eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people.
And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, here we are, two or three gathered together, and as you promised, you are here in the midst of us. Speak now, Lord, for your servants are listening. Amen. Please be seated. <clears throat> Good morning. My name's Andrew. Uh, I serve in the Brazos Valley, mostly, with uh, churches in that area. Uh, Mike and I had lunch a few weeks ago, and he was gracious enough to invite me during this time of pilgrimage in South Africa to come be with you, and I'm grateful for it. It's a privilege to be here. Thanks for having me. 57 years ago, your founders paused construction on a worship space to build an education wing because they saw that the demographics in the area were changing and that you all needed to respond to the families and children and serve them. They are our example this morning. They discern the, the signs of their time prophetically. They acted righteously in serving children. And they were willing to pay a cost to do what God had called them to do. It's my understanding that this weekend marks the closure of the school. And I would imagine there are a range of feelings in the room following such a, an event, among them grief. And it's also my understanding that you'll have an opportunity in August to both grieve the loss of a great ministry and also to celebrate the school's legacy. I, <laughs> I got to tell y'all, I had a moment during that um, Fair Lord Jesus because I grew up in an Episcopal school and um, we sang that every morning and it's amazing how those things just stay with you. Uh, decades later, I knew the word. I couldn't believe I was pulled out. I sat and sang that song for decades since I was in elementary school and in Episcopal school. You've shaped many. This morning, I believe there is a divine urgency for you all to begin to discern what's next. I believe that that challenge exists in the gospel text from Matthew. <clears throat> and the challenge is this. Jesus looks at the 12 disciples, the 12 apostles, He's finishing his instruction to them. He's getting ready to send them out just as he was sent out. And he says, I have one last thing to tell you. He frames it in terms of welcome. But the implication is that you're the one who's going to be welcome. You're the one who's going to be sent out. You're the one who's entering a new season of ministry. You're the one who's being called. You. Turn to somebody next to you and say, he's talking to you. Jesus is talking to you this morning. 
And he says, you're going to need to discern the signs of the times in your time. You're going to need to act righteously. And you are going to need to be willing to pay some costs of your discipleship. Just like your ancestors did before you. Let's talk about the first of those things, discerning prophetically. There are a lot of false prophets around these days. There are a lot of people claiming to speak truth. There are a lot of conspiracy theorists. And Jesus says it's really important for you to be able to tell a false prophet from a true one. He, he frames it with the Sadducees and Pharisees in, in uh, Matthew's Gospel, where he tells them, Y'all are asking me to tell you secrets. And I'm aware I'm NASA, so I'm going to make a sky reference. Jesus responds, you're going to ask me to tell you secrets. Look up in the sky. When you look up in the sky and you see the sky changing, you know what's happening. If you see a cloudy sky, Jesus says in the morning, you can discern it may rain. It's not a secret. It's science. Scientific evidence. Learn to look at what's happening around you, discern the signs of the times, that's prophecy. That's what your ancestors did. They looked at the changing demographics in your area and they noticed a trend and they responded. What's happening around you in 2023? We in churches have gotten pretty good at monitoring our average Sunday attendance and our budget figures. But we are less adept at monitoring the situation in our community. And part of Jesus' challenge to you this morning is to pay attention. Pay attention to what's happening around you. And then act righteously. That's the second thing we see from uh, your foremothers and forefathers. They didn't just see what was happening. They did something about it. Jesus tells us, part of the way you're going to know the truth is by the fruit. Good trees bear good fruit. If you see good things that happened for 57 years, you know that they were on to something. Jesus says, it's one thing for you to hear a word this morning. It's another thing to act on it. And if you're willing to act on it, Jesus says, it's like you're building your house on rock. When a storm comes, the wind blows, your house is going to stand. But if you hear the word and you don't do it, Jesus says, it's like you're building your house on stand. When the next hurricane comes up, act righteously. But recognize that Acting righteously has costs. When you do the right thing, it's going to cost you something. That's the last thing that we'll highlight today. The last thing we'll highlight in what your ancestors in the faith did. I, I, I just, I'm so inspired by this. They stopped building the worship space so they could build the education room. Do you hear it? They stopped doing something for themselves in order to do something for someone else. They delayed what would serve them to serve what Jesus calls the little ones among us.
the little ones among them. <laughs> if you give even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones, Jesus said. But it's going to cost you something. I don't know who or how God is going to call you to serve next. But it's going to make you uncomfortable. So then why do it? Jesus speaks throughout this passage of a reward. The reward is not average Sunday attendance numbers. Sorry. The reward is not a balanced budget. The reward Jesus promises is that in the same way you represent him on earth, he will represent you in heaven. Jesus promises that if you act righteously, according to Matthew 25, if you feed the hungry, if you clothe the naked, if you visit prisoners and people who are sick, if you give a cup of cold water, Jesus says, if you act righteously in these ways, you will shine like the sun in heaven. Most of us who come to church do so because we want the world to be a little bit better because we're here. We want heaven to be a little bit more visible because we walked on earth. This week, a faithful Episcopalian named Anthony Taylor died. He was the kind of person who would show up on Saturdays to do service. You could always count on him. The kind of person who would stand at the door and welcome people. Everybody didn't matter. He died this week, and one of our clergy colleagues, upon hearing of his death, said this. Heaven's a little bright. He left a legacy that lasts. That's what your ancestors did. The challenge for you this morning is what will you do? Please stand as you're able, and let us affirm our faith in God in the words of the Nicene Creed printed in your bulletin. <coughs> we believe in one God, the Father and the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth.
The Prayers of the People. Let us pray for the church and for the world. Grant, Almighty God, that who, those who confess your name may be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory in the world. Lord, in your compassion, hear, hear our prayer. prayer. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in every nation, for the members of the armed forces throughout the world, and for all who struggle for peace and justice, that they may act with prudence and vision to plant the seeds of your kingdom everywhere. Lord, in your compassion, hear our prayer. Give us all the reverence for the earth as your own creation, that we may use its resources rightly in the service of others and to honor your honor and glory. Lord, in your compassion, hear our prayer. Bless all those whose lives are closely linked with ours and grant that we may serve Christ in them. Then love one another as he loves us. Lord, in your compassion, hear our prayer. Lead our parish, source of wisdom guide us, source of strength support us, source of love unify us, we pray. Lord, in your compassion, hear our prayer. Guide St. Thomas the Apostle's School that those who teach and those who learn may rejoice in the knowledge of your truth, that we may teach the students to love whatever is just and true and good, and that we may be bearers of your grace to all who come through our doors. Lord, in your compassion, hear our prayer. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles and bring them the joy of your salvation, especially those on our parish prayer list. The congregation is now invited to name celebrations or petitions silently or aloud. Safety for those who travel. Lord, in your compassion, hear our prayer. We commend to your mercy all who have died, that your will for them may be fulfilled, and we pray that we may share with all your saints in your eternal kingdom. Lord, in your compassion, hear our prayer. Compassionate God, make your healing and peaceful presence known to the world. Comfort those who mourn, strengthen those who are weary, encourage those in despair, and lead us all to fulfillness of life. Lord, hear our prayer. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. There are many ways to be unfaithful to what we have become through baptism, to our commitment and our obedience to God. We offer now our prayers of repentance. We, we confess to you, living God, our failure to live as brothers and sisters and as your children. We confess to you, loving God, that we have not loved you as you have loved us. We confess to you, gracious God, that we have doubted your word and failed to obey its teaching. We confess to you, merciful God, our desire to own you and contain you within our doctrines and theologies. We, we confess to you, Almighty God, that we do not acknowledge you as Lord of all the earth. Forgive us and redeem us, for we have not allowed your presence to shine among us. There are many ways in which we have failed in our commitment and obedience to our fellow men and women. We will turn towards our neighbors and our friends and offer them our prayers of repentance. The Almighty and compassionate God grant you absolution and remission of all your sin. True repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. 
The peace of the Lord be always with you. And with us Please greet one another with a sign of peace. I don't mind welcoming you in the name of the Lord. Um, I wonder if there's any other announcements from any of you leaders of this church. All right. It's good to be here with you. Thanks so much for the welcome. And walk in love. As Christ loved us, he gave himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God.
come of thee, O Lord, and of thy own heavenly given thee. This is the table, not of the church, but of Jesus Christ. It is made ready for those who love him and who want to love him more. So come, you who have much faith and you who have little. You have been here often, and you have not been for long or even before. You who have tried to follow and you who have failed, come, not because the church invites you. It is Christ, and he invites you to meet him here. The Lord be with you. And also Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks unto our Lord our God. It is meat and right so to do. It is very meat, right, and our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, everlasting God, creator of light and source of life who has made us in thine image and called us to new life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and singing. in thine own image, and of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to take our nature upon him, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption. He made there a full and perfect sacrifice for the whole world, and did institute, and in his holy gospel command us to continue a perpetual memory of that his precious death and sacrifice until his coming again. For in the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks to thee, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of me. Wherefore, O Lord and Heavenly Father, we, thy people, do celebrate and make with these holy gifts, which we now offer unto thee, the memorial thy Son hath commanded us to make, having in remembrance his blessed passion and precious death, his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for his coming again with power and great glory. We most humbly beseech thee, O merciful Father, to hear us, and with thy word and Holy Spirit to bless and sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may be unto us the body and blood of thy dearly beloved Son, Jesus Christ. 
and we earnestly desire thy fatherly goodness to accept this our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving whereby we offer and present unto thee O Lord ourselves our souls and bodies grant we beseech thee that all who partake of this Holy Communion may worthily receive the most precious body and blood of thy Son Jesus Christ and be filled with thy grace and heavenly benediction and also that we and all thy whole church may be made one body with him that he may dwell in us and we in him through the same Jesus Christ our Lord by whom and with whom and in whom in the unity of the Holy Ghost, all honor and glory be unto thee, O Father Almighty, world without end. Amen. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Eternal Spirit, Earth Maker, Pain Bearer, Life Giver, Source of all the days. Shall be, Father, Father and Mother of us all, loving God, God in whom is heaven, the hallowing of your name echo through the universe, the way of your justice be followed by the people of the world, your heavenly will be done by all created beings, your commonwealth peace and your freedom sustain our hope and come on earth. With the bread we need for today, feed us. And the hurt we absorb from one another, forgive us. In times of temptation and test, strengthen us. From trials too great to endure, spare us. From the grip of all that is evil, free us. For your reign and the glory of the power that is love, now and forever. Amen. Hallelujah, Christ, our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Hallelujah. The gifts of God for you, the people of God, take them in remembrance. Christ died for you. Feed on him in your heart by faith with thanksgiving. <coughs>
Turning to the post-communion prayer on page 6 in your bulletin. Let us pray. Father of all, we give you thanks and praise that when we were still far off, you met us in your Son, brought us home. Dying and living, he declared your love, gave us grace, and has opened the gate of glory. May we who share Christ's body live his risen life. We who drink his cup bring life to us. We who the Spirit writes give life to the world. Keep us firm in the hope you have set before us, so we and all of your children shall be free and the whole earth live to praise your name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Like a chalice, like a basin, like a bowl, when the Spirit comes, let our heart, let it find our heart like this, shaped like something that knows how to receive what is given, that knows how to hold what comes to fill, that knows how to gather itself around what arrives as unbidden, unsought, unmeasured love. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you this day and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.